Welcome to Dishing the Science with Dr. Sue. I'm your host, Dr. Sue Peterson. I'm a Canadian physician, a specialist in endocrinology and metabolism, and a diplomat of the American Board of Obesity Medicine. I draw on my over 20 years of clinical experience and my extensive research background to examine the complex issues surrounding weight management, diabetes, and overall health. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining me on drsue.ca, D-R-S-U-E.ca. Today, we're talking about the select trial results, which were published yesterday after much anticipation. This is the first trial ever of an obesity medication. Here is semaglutide 2.4 milligrams weekly, trade name is Wigovi, to demonstrate a reduction in cardiovascular events in people with overweight or obesity without diabetes and a previous history of cardiovascular events. The SELECT trial, as a disclosure, I was an investigator in this trial, was published in the New England Journal of Medicine. This was a large study of 17,604 people with overweight or obesity, no pre-existing diabetes, and all with a history of prior cardiovascular disease, meaning a prior heart attack, stroke, or peripheral vascular disease. Patients were randomized to receive either semaglutide 2.4 milligrams weekly, which is Wagovi, or placebo, with the primary purpose to see if semaglutide could reduce the risk of cardiovascular events, being a compilation of non-fatal heart attack, non-fatal stroke, and cardiovascular death. At baseline, the mean age was 62, mean body mass index was 33, 72% of people were male, and 84% identified as being white. Prediabetes was present in 66% of participants using the American criteria. Overall, 96.9% of people completed the trial. At a mean of 40 months of follow-up, the risk of a cardiovascular event was reduced by 20% with semaglutide versus placebo. An event occurred in 6.5% of patients in the semaglutide group versus 8% in the placebo group. Death from any cause was reduced by 19% and heart failure was reduced by 18%. Non-fatal stroke and death from cardiovascular events were both in favor of benefit but did not meet significance. There was no significant difference in the benefit in any of the subgroups evaluated including younger versus older, lower versus higher BMI, history of heart failure or not, type of background cardiovascular disease, or kidney function. In the semaglutide group, 26.7% permanently stopped treatment during the trial versus 23.6% of people in the placebo group. Adverse events leading to permanently stopping medication occurred in 16.6% of people in the semaglutide group, the majority of which were due to gastrointestinal side effects, which can include nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, or constipation versus 8.2% in the placebo group. However, there were numerically more serious adverse events in the placebo group at 36.4% of participants than in the semaglutide group at 33.4%. There was a small increased risk for gallbladder-related events uh, with 2.8% with semaglutide versus 2.3% with placebo. There were numerically more cases of pancreatitis in the placebo group at 24 compared to the semaglutide group at 17. The mean weight loss achieved was 9.4% with semaglutide over the first two years versus 0.9% with placebo, and weight loss was maintained throughout the duration of the trial. We don't know how much of the cardiovascular benefit was related to weight loss versus improvement in blood pressure, reduction in inflammation, improvement in cholesterol, blood sugars, or other factors, though this will surely be looked at in subsequent analyses.
Cardiovascular death was not statistically significantly reduced, but all-cause mortality was reduced. This suggests that other causes of death may have been prevented by semaglutide, though complete information on cause of death, cardiovascular versus otherwise, could have been limited during the COVID lockdowns. Several GLP-1 receptor agonists, including semaglutide, are already known to reduce the risk of cardiovascular events in people with type 2 diabetes and are well ingrained in diabetes treatment guidelines globally for cardiovascular risk reduction. The SELECT trial now shows benefit of semaglutide 2.4 mg to reduce cardiovascular events in people with overweight or obesity without type 2 diabetes. This underscores the importance of managing weight alongside other cardiovascular risk factors in people with overweight or obesity and cardiovascular disease. For people with cardiovascular disease and overweight or obesity, in my view, semaglutide 2.4 mg is now on the vascular risk reduction checklist alongside other important medications to consider, like those that reduce cholesterol and blood pressure. Improved access to treatment is the next necessary step. Coverage of this important treatment by insurance and public payers and supply of this important treatment keeping up with the enormous global demand. On behalf of the obesity patient community and the healthcare community around the world, I extend my deep and heartfelt gratitude to every person who participated in the SELECT study and to every member of each research team around the world who dedicated themselves to this groundbreaking study. As a disclaimer, I am an investigator in clinical trials of semaglutide, including the SELECT study. I receive honoraria as a continuing medication, medical education speaker and consultant from the makers of semaglutide, which is Novo Nordisk. That's all for today. Thanks for joining me on drsue.ca. Don't forget to subscribe in the top right side of my blog. Thanks for listening to Dishing the Science with Dr. Sue. For more information about current hot topics and science relating to obesity, diabetes, and overall health, check out the show notes for links and visit drsue.ca. That's D-R-S-U-E.ca. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platforms. Medical discussion on this podcast is of a general nature only, not designed to give specific medical advice to individuals nor their individual healthcare providers, and is intended for a Canadian audience.